1: You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Perpetual Traffic. You have Molly Pittman and Ralph Burns here. And today, we're going to talk about a topic that we get questions about a lot. So today is all about what to do if you're not getting conversions with your Facebook ads. And we're going to go through 11 troubleshooting tips, basically a checklist that you can use and go through if you launched a Facebook campaign, you go back a few hours or a few days later and you see, wow, why am I not getting conversions? So Ralph, happy to be on here today with you, buddy.
0: Yeah, I think this is one that we get a lot of questions about. We even talk about this a lot in the agency, <laughs> quite a bit. Because this happens to us too. So, you know, if you've been a longtime listener or just a recent listener of the show here. It probably sounds like we know what we're doing a hundred percent of the time, and uh, we act like we
1: do. No. that's uh,
0: <laughs> that's great if you think that, but that's actually not really the case. We fail yeah. a fair amount, even you know, when you were running those hundreds of thousands of dollars to that campaign that we highlighted just a few shows ago there were still plenty of ads and plenty of ad sets and plenty of strategies that didn't work.
1: Oh, and Ralph, I mean, I think that's really how we learn the best, right? I mean, yeah. running Facebook ads, I've never had a child, but I assume it's like tending <laughs> to a child almost. It's like, you know, things yeah. change and you yeah. actually have to go back and see, like, are, are things performing the way they should? Do I need to make changes? This isn't a set it and go type of platform. So all of us, no matter how good we are, with marketing. I mean, even when it comes down to Facebook sometimes has bugs and issues, all of us as Facebook advertisers need to troubleshoot when something doesn't work.
0: Yeah, it's changed a lot. The last time we talked about this was way back on episode 54. Wow. It was like years Uh, ago. uh, So nothing's really changed in Facebook in the last two years, Molly. So we don't really need to do this episode, right? Okay, bye. All right, see you guys. No, I mean, there's been so much that's changed, especially we've really noticed within the last three to six months, and almost like every month we have some sort of new challenge that we have to face. Whether it's zero conversions, whether it's our cost per acquisition that's too high, whether it's ads not getting impressions, you know, there's always sort of something that's going wrong at all times. And we've Mm -hmm. got, um, there's a couple of the account managers and I talk about this inside tier 11 is that you know they hate to sort of look at their emails sometimes in the morning because you get those notifications from Facebook that you know <laughs> policy has just paused all your ads for no apparent reason
1: your ads aren't getting impressions
0: your ads aren't getting impressions or you know something ran out of budget or <laughs> you know it's just always going to happen and Facebook now has a lot of automation that informs the advertiser of all kinds of things that are going wrong. So one of the things now is like not getting enough impressions. We're in sort Mm -hmm. of a beta for that. So we're seeing those notifications come in. And sometimes they're false positives. Sometimes they're actually going on. But the point is, is that nothing ever goes 100% correct when you're running Facebook ads. And, you know, the next series of shows here, we're going to talk about what to do when things aren't going as well as you want them to go when it comes to running your paid advertising.
1: Yeah. And we really picked some of the top issues. So this episode's what to do when you're not getting conversions. Next week will be what to do when your CPA is too high. And we'll go from there. But we really tried to pick issues that we hear a lot. And then just to be able to give you guys a little checklist of here's what we think you should do if you're having this issue, some of them, especially the first few that Ralph's going to share today might seem like a no brainer, but they're things that I do all the time. So, and especially when you get so used to the platform, I actually find myself making more of those little mistakes because it's muscle memory at this point. So yeah, I'm excited. Today's all about what to do when you're not getting conversions. Ralph, you want to... Start with number one.
0: Yeah. So, this is when you get zero conversions, like not just enough conversions, but you're actually, you go into the ad account and you don't see anything going on. So, if you're getting a goose egg, then definitely go through this list of 11 things. We'll try and keep them all straight here. Some of them, like you said, are actually really sort of basic. So, number one on the basic side is you create your campaign, you create your ad sets, you create your ads you upload them or you click the button inside Power Editor, Ads Manager, whatever you want to call it now. I guess it's really it's Ads Manager. And then the next day you check your ads and you just see nothing going on. You see no conversions at all. Mm. Well, the first things to check, and I'm just going to rattle these first four off, is first off, check whether your ads have been approved. Important. Sort of an obvious one, but this is one that stumps people sometimes. So why are my ads not getting approved? Well, just go in Inside ads manager, inside the ad level, and you'll actually see whether or not it's approved or not Mm -hmm. approved or pending approval. Sometimes pending approval just takes a while for whatever reason. Sometimes when Facebook is going through an update behind the scenes for the ads manager, sometimes we might get ads that are just stuck in this pending state for days at a time. So fortunately, we've got an awesome partner manager on our side to help us out with those sorts of things. But if that does happen with you, definitely go through Facebook help and through Facebook chat, and they will help you to resolve that. But ads not being approved or pending approval is the first one.
1: And along those lines too, Ralph, Facebook needs a few hours, sometimes a day or two to even start showing your ads. So keep that in mind, right? Right. Once it says approved, don't expect 100 conversions in the next five minutes. So a lot of that is setting expectations, too.
0: Absolutely. So on average, I think Facebook is pretty good about getting stuff approved. But every once in a while, you might actually see some false disapprovals as well. We get those a lot. So we talked about this on episode 157 is that sometimes you have this political ad disapproval going on with some mm. of your ads. Facebook automatically disapproved a ton of like Bush's beans ads, you know, <laughs> which made the news thinking it was a political ad for one of the Bushes. So stuff like that does happen a lot and then you can actually submit it. And it typically the turnaround is pretty good to get your ads reapproved and back up and running. So that is the first one. So make sure that they are approved. Second on our list here is paused ads. How many times have you built a campaign, Molly, and everything's going good, and you set it up, and you click update, and bam! By mistake, you would like hovered your mouse over a couple of ads and paused them,
1: totally, or duplicated paused ads and kept them paused.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if you're not getting impressions, you got zero impressions. You got zero conversions. Just go back in and make sure your ads are actually on. Yeah, you'll go, doy. (laughs) Yeah, you'll knock yourself in the head and say, why am I so stupid? But anyway, so that's number two. So just make sure that you didn't unnecessarily pause your ad. Number three, and we do see this one a fair amount, typically sort of later in the day, is that Facebook will start... Every ad account, in most cases, at about $750 per day of ad spend. That's your daily spending limit. So you have to actually put some deposits in the trust account with Facebook when you first start advertising in an ad account to show that you can actually pay your bill. Mm-hmm. So once you start getting those credit card, which you've added into payment, has uh, gotten hit a few times, and you get some sort of history there, it's not rejected – you can get that $750 raised by just submitting a ticket through Facebook advertising. But many times we see ads not getting impressions or no conversions because there's no impressions is because your spending limit has been reached. And this yes. is typically a something that's easily solvable, but something that we should definitely make mention here on the show.
1: Yeah, really important too. I had a client who hit their spending limit during a launch and luckily we were able to increase it pretty quickly, but make sure that if you're about to go into a big spending moment that you check your spending limit.
0: Yeah. And the easiest way to do that is just to go into ads manager and then click down under where it says ads manager, just go over to billing under settings, way over on the right-hand side, and then just right in there it will tell you exactly what your daily spend limit is. Oftentimes people will put in a number of different credit cards. That's always helpful. You know, Another one here is spending limit and or your credit card has been maxed out. So you're mm-hmm. not able to pay for ads. So that could be sort of yeah. a corollary to this one. Number three here, spending limit reached.
1: And Ralph, also on that note, I had another client who we were using an Amex and Amex wasn't privy to the fact that we were going to be spending all of this money on Facebook. So they actually rejected the charges, which turned off the ads and we were able to get it resolved. But that's also something to think about. Let your credit card provider know that you're going to be spending money on Facebook.
0: Yeah. I mean, especially if you're spending a fair amount.
1: Irregularly.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So if it's an irregular spending on your credit card, is that what we're saying? Then you should probably call your credit card. There you go. Good. That's number three spending limit reached, or your credit card has not been notified of this irregular spend. Number four, and this is one that we don't come up against too much because we typically don't use scheduling on Facebook, but if you do flights of your ads, which in Facebook terms or advertising terms is a finite period of time. Let's say you're gonna spend for two weeks and then you're not gonna spend after that. In most cases for us and for you, I would assume Molly, is that you want your ads to be running constantly. But Mm -hmm. in a lot of cases, there's specific two weeks or 14 day flights that you wanna do for your ads. The best way to actually do that kind of advertising is to do a lifetime budget. So if you do a lifetime budget, which is a set period of days in which you want your ads to run, you might not be getting any sort of impressions or any conversions because you've set your ad set to be on schedule. So the easiest thing to do is to go into ads manager and just delete the schedule. Believe it or not, we've seen this a lot with customers who do sort of regular evergreen ads. And every now and then they do sort of a launch through a webinar or some sort of short span where there's a holiday sale, we're doing a sale right now for a summer clearance event for one of our customers. That's Mm. on a very short lifetime span. Uh,
1: Mini Chat, the conference, Conversations Conference, we just increased the price, and it was one of the only times I use lifetime budget. I needed like five days to just blow it out as a retargeting ad.
0: Absolutely. So it really depends on your business. But if you're doing ads on a regular basis as opposed to doing it on a schedule, if you do have one that's scheduled, just remember to take that scheduling off and put it on a no end date flight inside Ads Manager. So those are our first four. So those are really kind of basic. Let's get into ones that are a little bit more complex. So number five, I've got zero conversions What do I do after doing the first four? I've got everything going. I have not paused my ads. I have not gotten any deleted ads or disapproved ads. I know my credit card works. Everything's going, but I still aren't getting any conversions. Well, the first thing that we would check is your ad itself. So make sure in your ad, at the ad level, you actually have the right URL in your ad. We've seen this happen Plenty of times, plenty of mistakes where we have actually sent in the opposite case where we've put in the thank you page for the opt-in in in the ad. Thankfully, we caught it in a very short period of time without spending a whole lot of money. But in that case, it was the opposite where it was like hundreds of conversions. You got all the conversions. It's like, wow, everybody who clicks opts in. This is amazing. This is the best landing page ever. Well, in the URL, we actually put in the thank you page, Oops. which is the page after the opt-in page. So that's sort of the opposite to the extreme. But you know, when you are putting together your ads, just double check that you've got the right URL, you've got the right landing page, sales page, whatever it happens to be where you're targeting your ads on your website. So all you do is you go into ads manager, you pull up one of your ads, and then we just preview on Facebook newsfeed or on mobile or whatever it happens to be right inside The ad itself, super easy to do. Just click on edit and then go over to your ad, way over on the right-hand side. And then under links in the little square with the arrow up to the right-hand side, you can see your post, Facebook post with comments, or just view on Facebook, desktop, mobile, right-hand column in that order. This is also a good thing to just do as a matter of course when you're running ads to all different placements. You want to see how they look view on Facebook inside desktop newsfeed, view it on your phone. It'll send a notification to your phone, the app on your phone, or view it in the right-hand column. So that way you can really sort of see what the user experience is like. And we've actually troubleshooted a lot of issues just by doing this, by saying, oh my God, you know, the experience on mobile is horrible on this website because the page doesn't load right and the button is in the wrong place. So it's good to do anyway, but on this especially, make sure you click on the ad and it's going to the right destination where you want it to go.
1: Yeah, I always do this too, to make sure that my UTMs haven't broken the URL link. So another good reason to just always check the links directly from the ad.
0: For sure. So when you're running lots of different ads, sometimes this is sort of a pain in the butt to do, but it really does prevent a lot of issues later on down the line. And if you come back to your ads manager and you realize that you have zero conversions, chances are this could be your issue. Or if you have thousands of conversions, you have the wrong URL on there. (laughs) It's firing the wrong event. So that's number five for zero conversions. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wilders and the authors of Reputation King, my buddies Scott Brandley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. is make sure the dang Facebook pixel Mm. is on your page and is loading.
1: I didn't check the other day and this happened to me.
0: Yeah. So even the pros like Molly Pittman sometimes make mistakes, but just with a lot of stuff going on, obviously this is something that you really do want to check. So when you're running your first ad, provided that you have in tip number five, troubleshooting tip number five, you have the right URL, make sure you've got that. And make sure you've got everything else lined up in steps one through four here on this episode. But then the next thing is to really is to check whether or not the Facebook Pixel is firing. So we still do use Google Chrome for all our ad creation inside tier 11 because it has the FB Pixel Helper. So maybe you can tell people what the FB Pixel Helper is, Molly.
1: Yeah, it's a Chrome extension where basically you can go to any web page in Google Chrome and check to see if there are pixels and if so, what the pixel ID is on that particular page. So I always use Facebook Pixel Helper to double check that not only is there a pixel on all of the pages that I'm running traffic to and the rest of the funnel, but also that it's the right pixel ID. I've had that trouble before to where maybe an old pixel somehow had reverted back to the page and there was a pixel on the page, but it was the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. And you can imagine how hard I was scratching my head that day, Ralph. Um,
0: well, funny you should mention that because that's tip number seven. How did you know Ooh, that? Oh, just... <laughs> I read
1: Ralph's mind.
0: <laughs> What's number seven? So, yeah, oddly enough, it's get the right Facebook pixel on your page. (laughs) Molly, I think you've already uh, previewed this troubleshooting tip. (laughs)
1: Facebook pixel helper allows you to see the actual pixel ID number that's on the particular page. So you can then go into the pixel tab inside of business manager and just match that with your pixel ID to make sure that it's the right one.
0: Yeah. So all you do is you go into ads manager and then you click on tools and then over on the right hand side underneath assets, which I believe is what it is now. You just look for pixels. So inside pixels, then you will see your pixel ID on the right-hand side and just simply match that number to the one that's showing up on your page out there on the internet. So simple to do interwebs interwebs, make sure it's the correct one on the interwebs. Uh, (laughs) This actually is that we're joking about this, but this actually does happen a fair amount because, you know, we're dealing with customers. A lot of them have seven, eight, nine different ad accounts. For whatever reason, they've just accumulated that many over time. And so they've got all this cross-pollinization and sharing of pixels going on. Sometimes it's super complex, especially with our more complicated customers. But this is the one where you always sort of go back to. If you're not getting any data, if you're not getting any conversions, you're not getting any impressions, chances are, especially on the conversions, really, this might be the reason why. Which is troubleshooting tip number seven here. Make sure it's the right Facebook pixel that you're using. So one last note on that, when you're sending traffic from Facebook to your site, make sure that the Facebook pixel is on every single page inside your funnel. We've seen this happen a lot with some custom e-commerce sites when we're using the e-com ad amplifier, where the pixel actually is missing on pages deeper inside the sales funnel. So Mm. one of the reasons why we love Shopify so much when we're dealing with e-commerce is that Native integration with Shopify, you basically take your your pixel ID, plug it into native integration inside Shopify, and it automatically populates on every page on the site. Literally, it takes seconds to do, whereas with some of our more complicated site customers, they have to go in and manually insert it on each and every page. So Mm. make sure you take that customer journey with test purchases all the way through to all the different upsells, all the way through to the final end result and double check it with that pixel helper and also make sure it's the same pixel ID as you're running traffic to in your ads.
1: And you know what, Ralph? Like, Just to take it a step further, it's probably wise especially if you're launching a new funnel, to click and preview the ad, click over to the landing page, but even just do a test purchase and, you know, obviously refund yourself, but do a test purchase and go through every step of your funnel and just make sure things are correct.
0: Yeah. Don't assume because when you assume, as I think it was Maxwell Smart once said, you make an ass out of you and me. (laughs) Don't, Don't assume that every page has a pixel and don't assume that all your pages are actually tied together. We've had cases where you get 404 errors after like the second or third click inside the actual funnel itself. So... We typically will draw out or map out inside either an Excel spreadsheet or sometimes we even do this inside Lucidchart exactly where people go depending on what action they take and then double check all those individual URLs by making a test purchase. We actually have a test purchase credit card in the agency that gets beaten up quite a bit and uh, we use that exclusively for this reason because it has become an issue over time. I love it. So, number eight, zero conversions solution number eight is check that you're optimizing, if you're using website conversions, for the right conversion event and your reporting columns match. So, what exactly does that mean? Inside the ad set, when you create your campaign, we're talking about conversions here, right? So, we're, mm-hmm. chances are we're running website conversion campaigns, that's your objective. Mm-hmm make sure that at your ad set level, you're optimizing for the correct event. So mm. let's say, for example, you're optimizing for a purchase, a standard event purchase of your supplement or whatever product is, a physical product. Well, chances are you're probably running website conversion campaigns to optimize for purchases because that's what you're telling Facebook to go out and find. in my 2 million person audience, find me the people who are going to convert on my website for my product. So... On the ad set level, you actually set that up. You set that up for optimized for a specific conversion. And if you've created custom conversions that are URL-based or you've done it the way that we typically do it is we typically use standard events, which is sort of beyond the scope of this episode here. But the point is, is that whatever that conversion event is, make sure that it matches at the ad set level. So for example, if you're running ads for the purchase of your product, but your conversion event in your ad set is for a lead, then... That's a problem. So that's a problem. That's not going to match up.
1: Facebook's not going to fix it.
0: Yeah, Facebook ain't going to fix that for you. You might have some people find your sales page for the purchase somewhere on the interwebs, but chances are you probably won't see a whole lot of conversions. Chances are you'll probably see zero conversions in your conversion campaign if you don't choose the right event to optimize for.
1: A mistake I've made is not only optimizing for the wrong custom conversion, but also setting up the custom conversion wrong. So I've made the mistake of sometimes choosing that the website URL must equal something when I meant contains and vice versa. So the custom conversion is active and it's getting conversions, but it's not the conversion that I really meant, right? So make sure if you're having trouble that you not only check that you've selected the right custom conversion, but that you've also input the URL correctly.
0: Yeah, super important there. We'll leave some resources in the show notes about how to set up your conversions. You can use it in a URL-based way, or you can do it in a standard event-based way. But if you're using URL-based custom conversions, you got to make sure that you set that up correctly. And when you set it up, Molly, I know you use that quite a bit. Is there any time where you would use must equal as opposed to contains? So
1: it really depends on the structure of the URL. If I know that there is no other URL on their site that does contain the URL that is the thank you page, then I will use contains, but I almost always use equals because it just seems to be the most accurate. You don't see as many duplicate leads coming in.
0: Absolutely. And I think you've got to be careful with that because if you have forward slash thank you as your URL that contains, you might have another page on your Site, which is "Thank You Molly" or something <laughs> exactly. like that. So, if you say exactly. "contains Thank You," it will also collect conversions for the "Thank You Molly" page. Which I'd love to see exactly what that Thank You page looks like, by the way.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, it'd probably have a dog on it.
0: That uh, uh, probably. probably. Picture Larry. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I always encourage my clients to make the thank you URLs actually something weird. So that way we don't ever have any crossover between some random blog post they have on their site that has thank you in the URL.
0: Totally true. So definitely something to keep in mind on that as well. So that is tip number eight in troubleshooting. We're working our way right up to number 11 here, Molly. These yeah, last, number nine. The last three are pretty easy. So number nine is check your URLs, and we actually had this happen a lot, for load time. So sometimes we send traffic to landing pages or to traffic pages, whatever it happens to be, and the load time is super, super slow. So we Mm -hmm. actually had this case where we were sending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars of traffic to a site where the load time was between 7 and 11 seconds, which is really unacceptable because what will happen is people won't even get to your landing page. You'll get lots of clicks. But if you look in your stats, you may not see actually any landing page views. So a very different thing, which we'll get into in a couple of other episodes here on troubleshooting is comparing link clicks or unique link clicks with landing page views. So we've actually seen this happen where we've gotten a lot of clicks But we don't see the views. So a landing page view is very different than a click. So a link click means that somebody clicked either on your call to action button or maybe the URL that's in your post copy or maybe on the headline if it's on desktop or mobile. And they actually are taking a action to click a link, meaning your site, whatever your landing page is, whatever your sales page is. But if you compare that to landing page views, landing page views is when somebody lands on your page after they click. So you think, oh, so as soon as they click, they land on the page, right? No, that's not not necessarily the case. So we actually had a case where we were getting a thousand link clicks or even unique link clicks, but we were getting 200, maybe 250 landing page views. What was happening was that the load time of the URL was so slow Two thirds to 75% of people who clicked on the link didn't even see the landing page at all, which resulted in really poor conversions. We ended up fixing it, but with something that you should all be aware of, just um, making sure that you're checking all your little boxes here to troubleshoot your ads.
1: And also, Ralph, think about myself as a consumer. If I click on a Facebook ad and it doesn't load in two seconds, it's not worth it. I go back, right? And that's how most users behave. Facebook's also looking at this as a metric in terms of Relevance and how many impressions they're going to give your ad because they don't want end users to have the experience of waiting 12 seconds, right? So they really took after Google with this. And I think it's smart, but I've had different situations where the only thing that's been wrong with the campaign is just the load time. And it's something that I don't think most of us go visit our own sites that often, (laughs) right? right? So it's like you build it and it goes out there and it's something you just don't really think about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think people really do, they expect, you know, your site to load quickly. So if you go back to episode 144, we talk on this quite a bit after our visit with Facebook New York, where we met with one of the guys who actually is really super knowledgeable about the Facebook algorithm and the Facebook auction. And there's really, there's three things that affect whether or not you win the auction or whether Facebook actually is optimizing your ads correctly. And it's bidding, estimated action rates, as well as this user value portion of it, which is a bit of a black box. But one of the things that this gentleman at Facebook told us is that Facebook absolutely looks at bounce rate. So if you click on an ad and somebody immediately clicks back or the page never loads in the worst case scenario that I just sort of laid out here, they're going to ding your ads for it. You're going to be paying more for that click You're gonna be paying more for impressions because it's a negative user experience. And it's something that's built into the algorithm now. So definitely check all your pages that you're sending traffic to. Even check your thank you pages because if you've got a message on your thank you page after they opt in and they immediately back click twice, you'll get dinged for that as well. We actually have had cases where thank you page load times actually affected the ads themselves. So look at your link clicks versus your landing page views. And I think that uh, troubleshooting tip was a lot longer than we originally thought, Molly, but I think it's an important one.
1: No, it's really important. It really is something John Grimshaw always reminds me of.
0: All right. So, tip number 10 here is this is an easy one check all your funnel URL call to action buttons
1: are mm-hmm. working.
0: <laughs> We've sent, we've sent traffic to landing pages like oh well the page is loading great the pixels on there great but we didn't Can actually we check the damn button to see if it actually <laughs> clicked to the next step to purchase oh. so make sure your call to action buttons are working double check them and then the last one here Tip number 11 in our very long list, but very helpful list, hopefully for you, Mm -hmm. of troubleshooting when you get zero conversions is make sure you got a damn button on your page. So, (laughs) and we've actually got an example of a page where we did send traffic to and it actually had no call to action. button From
1: a very large company.
0: Yes, from (laughs) a very large company who shall remain nameless at this point in time. So if you got a call to action button, that's great. You know, that means they can actually purchase, always give your visitors an opportunity to opt in or buy or whatever it happens to be. And then once that's actually there, okay, check that one off, check all your other pages to make sure that you actually have a call to action button. So super important, but basic stuff here. Those are our 11 troubleshooting tips for if you've got zero conversions, Molly. I don't know if you got anything more, but that seems like a pretty comprehensive list to me.
1: Yeah. And I'm excited for next week. What are we going to talk about next week, Ralph?
0: Next week, we're going to talk about the next step of this. And we referred to it a little bit here in this first episode on troubleshooting. The second one is going to be on if your cost per acquisition or your cost per lead is too high and what to do about it. We've got a bunch of different things to do there. Referred to it here, you sort of have to make sure that you've got all these 11 things checked off before we even get to the next episode. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just sort of spinning around the drain there, Mall.
1: Yeah. So today is all about if you're not getting any conversions, if you have zero conversions, here are the 11 things to check. And then next week, we'll go into what to do if your CPA is too high. Well, Ralph, this was great. Thanks for sharing your knowledge. We'll see you guys next
0: week. We'll put all these links, helpful links in the show notes. Just go to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. See you guys next week. See ya.
1: You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.